Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. How is everyone doing? Happy Mother Effin' New Year. Can you believe it? We made it, y'all. We made it. We made it to another year. Another year I wish nothing but abundance, inner peace. Definitely, can we highlight inner peace? Because guys, if we have inner peace as our solid foundation, man, you can do anything in life with that with that sense of inner peace. So wishing you all abundance, inner peace, unconditional love, unconditional acceptance, unconditional forgiveness, and uh, some laughter. Come on. This world needs this. You know what? We do got a pandemic, all right? We got a pandemic of people who don't want to laugh anymore. So I'm here to bring back the laughter into this world. Shit, life is way too short to be having, you know, to be all serious all the time. Yes, I do know we live in duality. So there are going to be moments where we are required to be serious. And I do understand that. But let this also be the year we learn to see things more lightheartedly, that we see the humor in ourselves and our situations, that we're not taking everything as such a like a deep personal thing. Of course, I can say that because obviously it's from my own fucking perspective, because as you guys know, all all opinions and everything's only based on our personal experiences and perspectives. But I don't know. I just want to just share this just to let you guys know that I'm thinking of, I'm thinking about y'all and, you know, we all deserve some peace of mind, some laughter, some, you know, Whatever you want, you can have, you know? Um, all right, so today we are going to be answering some voicemails. And um, yeah, and any other random thing that pops to my mind per usual, you know, I get very random on here, but that's why y'all love me. <laughs> joking, joking. Um, or am I? No, okay, I'm serious now. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, guys, uh, we're, we're gonna play some voicemails. Oh, and by the way, forgot, wanted to mention this since where I'm doing my little intro, might as well just mention this now before I forget. Um, this year of 2024, I will be doing a lot more episodes based on voicemails. I really love the idea. I literally, at the end of the new year, like around, I mean, not the end of the new year, my God, in 2023, like the last few days of 2023, right? Like a week or so ago, I was thinking about how, you know, where do I want to take this podcast? What do I want to do with it? Normally, I don't think that far ahead, but I just had this instant thought, like, I'd rather hear from y'all. You know, I mean, I talked so much for so long. I actually want to hear more about your ideas, your perspectives, like what's on your mind. And you know what I mean? Because you guys have so much like cool stuff. So if you guys need advice on something or you want to share an experience or story, please call in. I am going to focus more on it this year. And of course, we're still, I'm still going to do solo, you know, you know, regular episodes of me just talking shit and, and you know, talking about the universe, but I'm still going to do that no matter what, but I will definitely be leaning more towards on the voicemails. I would really love to hear more from you all. So, um, by the way, real quick, the phone number is 928-900-4990. And, um, yeah, call in and all you do is leave a voicemail. I know even for all the introverts out there, I get it. I'm also half introvert. I know you're thinking, damn V, you're loud as hell. How are you an introvert? I mean, I'm kind of both. I'm kind of both. I'm an introvert slash extrovert. But I do understand the nerve wrackingness of calling because no one likes to talk on the phone anymore. But shit, I'm bringing it back to the 90s. Y'all got to call in. But at least you don't have to worry about anything. I'm not, you know, it's just a voicemail. You just leave a voicemail. Um, you don't even have to say your name. You can be completely incognito. All right. Shit, enough of this spiel. Um, let's get straight into it. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me for a whole nother year. I really appreciate it. Like, um, still to this day, I gotta be honest with you guys. I'm still, I'm still personally on a personal level. 
every time I look at my podcast and I'm like, yo, how are these people fighting me? You know, and it makes me feel so like honored that somehow through the stretches of this multiverse, we all somehow found each other. And I don't know. I just, I know I've said this before, but I really, it, it still shocks me sometimes like how intricately detailed the universe can be, you know, and nothing, and I mean, nothing is random. And I appreciate you all, you know, enjoying my randomness and my loudness because, you know, for a long time, you know, when I first started like doing my business, like before I did the podcast, I started technically what I'm doing, you know, as a psychic, like in a professional way, um, January 20th, 18. I mean, technically I'll start doing it in 2017, but definitely more so than 2018. But the point of the matter is, I remember I used to feel weird about like, I would look at different other um, spiritualists, psychics, whatever at that at that time frame. And I'm like, damn, they all got like a nice, quiet, smooth flow, very gentle. I really love the gentle energy of like a lot of people. And then here I am loud as hell, you know, just random joking around. And I used to like, I used to be like, damn, I want to be like those people. But then it turned out from what my spirit guide said, it turns out being exactly who you are is the only key to personal freedom and success. So, so with that being said, I had to go through my own self-acceptance journey. I'm like, I'm just going to be who I am and just let the cards fall where they may. And that is technically my advice for anyone <laughs> listening that it was only when I was trying to like, you know, Oh my, because you know, when you think of like psychics or something, like when I was younger, I thought like, they're not going to be how silly as I am. No fucking way, you know, but turns out you can just be who you are and still deliver messages from spirit. You can be exactly who you are. And so I appreciate you guys for accepting me and my randomness and my just random stuff. So thank you. I just want to say thank you all, you know, just to start off the new year, just to send my appreciations to you all. I really, uh, Really appreciate it. And guys, I'm uh, gonna start my period soon. So a bitch feeling a little emotional, not gonna lie. You guys know I'm very bluntly honest. So um, so if I get, a, I might get teary-eyed and my mom's uh, anniversary of her death was just the other day. So hey, we'll see, we'll see what happens in this episode. But um, thank you guys for rocking with me. Let's get straight into the voicemails. Here we go. All right, uh, first voicemail, here we go. Hi, V. Um, so first off, I do want to say happy belated birthday. I know, um, your birthday was on January 1st. I really hope you had, um, just a nice time spending with your birthday. Um, but I do have a question on something, but so in 2023, I let go of a lot of things and, um, it wasn't easy, but Although I let go of these things physically, they still stick with me mentally. So my question is for you, how do you let go of things completely, especially when it comes to people in your life or things that you love doing? Um, how do you let it go? Um, thank you so much for all that you do. Um, and yeah, bye. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, my birthday was actually pretty chill. I had big ass grand plans. Didn't happen, but it's all good. Um, It's kind of funny being a New Year's baby, you know, it's always like everyone's partying. I'm just keeping it keeping it chill. But thank you so much. Um, Okay, Uh, about everything about letting go. Man, by the way, I just want to say, can I just take a moment to say, damn girl, it's courageous as hell to let go of so much physically in your life. Can we just take a moment to like, see how big of a step that was for you? You know, and I, and I say this for anyone out there that is 
currently working on, whether you're letting go of physical, mental, emotional, whatever it is, letting go is a process. And it's hard. Of course it is. And it sucks. And it, ha- and it comes with emotions. You think, well, if I let it go, why the hell is my emotions still here? And I think that's basically what your question was, which it's like, how do I let go of things, especially when it comes to the people you know, the people in your life or things that you love doing, how do you really let it go completely? So now I may not know much, but this is what I've gathered in my 30. Oh, I'm not 32 anymore. I'm 33 now. In my 33 years of life is this, um, you know, when it comes to letting go, I think it's very normal to have random thoughts or emotions resurface after doing so. And think about it, right? Your entire mind, body, and soul are now in the process of creating a new reality that doesn't include that person or that thing or the situation you left behind. And so your entire being is getting used to living without it. And I just want to take a pause. Y'all know I usually talk fast. I'm going to take a fucking pause because I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to repeat it, which is, Your entire reality, I'm talking your mind, body, soul, is now in the process of rebuilding an entire new reality without the thing your your whole entire reality was used to or familiar with. So what happens is when these resurfacing thoughts or intrusive thoughts or emotions resurface about the thing or person you let go of, understand it's normal for these to kind of research because you are literally rebuilding your entire structure without that person. And remember, our brains, especially, you know, going with the logical part of our minds, it loves to develop patterns based on the past. So a part of your brain's like, wait a minute, where's that person? Or where's that thing? Where's that home? Where's that situation? I'm used to it. Where is it? And so that's why in my personal opinion, maybe why sometimes thoughts and emotions still research. Now, you know, it's normal for the mind to want to wonder during these times. And well, or your emotions to wonder as well. It's because like I said, at one point of time, it might have felt safe or maybe you've gotten something truly beautiful out of it, whether it was a connection with somebody or um, whatever the situation, whatever you're letting go of. Um, there's a part of your soul or your brain that felt very safe or you got something out of it. And, you know, so you're like I said, so your brain is now searching for the person or thing that brought you that dopamine. OK, a.k.a. happiness, little little burst of dopamine. And so your brain's now looking for that. And remember, when you're letting go, this is a big, 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 big change. I know we all hear the word let go, let go. And even I say it a lot, you know, but it is something that does take a lot more time to integrate. Your whole entire body and mind and soul is literally recalibrating and regenerating a whole new reality without whatever you let go of. Now, you know, when it comes to like, you know, random intrusive thoughts or feelings, you know, I'm going to use a car accident or a car metaphor in regards to intrusive thoughts during the letting go process. I know you're thinking like, damn, bitch, you got dark. Why do you got to use <laughs> a car accident like as a metaphor? I'm not trying to be dark, you know what I mean? But it's just like, it just popped up in my head just now. And I'm honestly commenting on my own. Like when things pop in my mind, I literally comment on it. So sorry about that. I think out loud. Um, anyway, 
But here, well, let's use example number one, rubbernecking. Have you guys heard of rubbernecking, right? Where, um, just for those of you, the rare few, I don't, I mean, I would be shocked if someone doesn't know, but just in case, I like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt because, you know, whatever. And it's cool if you don't know it because whatever. So rubbernecking technically is when someone is either pulled, like pulled on the side of the road, whether it's they were pulled over by a cop or they, there's like a, um, you know, or yeah, it's like they're pulled over by a cop or something's going on on the side of the road, right? You might see ambulance, whatever the case may be. So most people slow down and be nosy to look at what's going on. That's what causes a lot of traffic, you know? And then you ever pass the car? You know what? You know what? Sorry, this is just my own side comment. Y'all ever been in that situation where you're like, damn, there's a lot of traffic. And then you look to the side and it's like, just like a, a car, like on the side of the road. And you're like, oh my God, people really stop for this. And then all of a sudden it just clears out right after and you just feel like, wow, wasting my time. I can't stand that. <laughs> so annoying. But anyway, the point is it's human nature to be nosy. It is. It's human nature to be wondering, to wonder, like to be curiosity. That's one of the beautiful things about being a human is curiosity. So of course it's an instinctual thing to curiously look at something random that doesn't really, you know, outs whatever. Um, so rubbernecking. So you're slowing down to be nosy, look at what's going on. But does anyone really fully stop, park their car, right? Let's say, I'm going to use an example. Let's say a cop has someone pulled over, okay? Let's, let's go with this example. So a cop has someone pulled over on the side of the road, and you're just driving on the road, going to Walmart to run your errands, or, going on, or you're on a highway going somewhere, and you just see a cop in a car pulled over. It's one thing to be nosy and kind of glance at it from the side, right? But does anyone really fully stop? park their car right behind the cop, get out of the car, get some popcorn and start watching it. Or do, or, or do, or do you get out of your car, park behind the cop and start investigating it yourself? Just like thoughts on the cosmic highway in our minds, they all come to pass. You can glance at the intrusive thought because it's there, but you don't have to dwell in it or engage in it. It's the dwelling that gets us sucked back in. So even the mere thought or idea that says, I need to figure out why these thoughts and emotions are still happening because I let this go. So why the fuck am I still thinking and feeling these and having these thoughts? Well, it could be because your emotions are looking to be acknowledged that as painful as it was, it's, you know, it's something that, I believe that when the intrusive thoughts and feelings come in, it's not meant to be problem solved or pushed away. Or I think a big part of our life issues is we're always trying to manage our pain, manage our emotions, control everything that that actually sends us even more down the spiral and it gets it sucked back into feeling like shit, you know? So I think it's really about, again, just, I want you guys to think about rubbernecking. And you know what? From here on out, it'd be funny if all y'all could just have a good laugh when you're on the highway and you see a cop pulled over someone because literally no one, and at least in my 33 years of life, I have never met someone who was, who was so nosy that they stopped on the side of the road and, hey, hey, cop, can I investigate this with you? Let me dwell on it and see what's going on. No one really in the history have really done that, right? We all keep to ourselves. And just like with our thoughts, even if they these emotions and thoughts randomly surge up, be the observer, watch it. You don't need to fix it. You don't need to push it away because the more that you do, these emotions are resurfacing because there's something that still needs to be felt. 
even if it's grieving over the situation. Just because you made the right decisions of letting go doesn't mean it's going to come with positive, happy feelings all the time, you know? And so your emotions are looking for a place to go. And so, you know, um, and, and, and it's, uh, it's the, and it's like the same thing of a car accident, right? Let's say you see two cars, like, you know, you, you never see it like at a, like at a red light, like a car, like slammed into somebody from behind, nothing too major, but would you stop and sit there and wait for the cops to come with these random strangers? Or do you maneuver around them and keep going forward to your destination? Or do you slam in the back of the car and join the party and just sit there and investigate? You see, the common denominator is investigation. Each time we invest, investigate too deeply into an intrusive thought or intrusive emotion, we get sucked sucked in like a tornado sucks us in and which makes us dwell in it even longer and puts us right back like i was saying into feeling more like crap so when we dwell on something the level of importance of it goes up a few notches and remember guys i've said in one of my old episodes i'm going to be a reminder which is once we find something important we focus more on it or something and not it doesn't have to be important i'm going to use the other side of it it could be something extremely uncomfortable just like like a random ass emotion a random ass thoughts whether it's your mind if your mind or your ego and and all of your parts of yourself define something as uncomfortable or important these are the two key words y'all something's uncomfortable such as feelings and thoughts especially when they're like not the happiest you know first instinct right is is focusing on it to get rid of it. But remember, the more focus, it grows. So the, the goal here is to feel without needing to navigate or problem solve everything in the, in the heat of the moment. When an emotion arises, it's asking to be felt and that your emotional experiences are just as valid as any other your experiences. Who are we to say that, hey, emotions, you can only be one way, but not the other. Remember, we live, we have yin, yang, sun, moon, good, bad, right? We live in this kind of dance. And instead of being, oh, I can only, I can only be in this high state of consciousness. And if I get into a lower state of consciousness, something's wrong with me. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that and nothing wrong with you because we are here, and I've said this before, to experience the full spectrum, right? And by us defining we can only feel these good things and try to push away everything else it's going to create more more havoc and more emotional turbulence so the goal here and uh you know um circling back all the way to let you know how we truly let go you know and it comes back to if something's very uncomfortable or important we'll focus on it and so even though it's my best advice is sitting in the temporary discomfort. As humans, we have done everything we possibly could other than sitting in the temporary uncomfortableness of an emotion or an uncomfortableness of a thought. We will try to we will try to run away, outthink it away. We will out, you know, problem solve our way out of things, but the best way through is you got to just be go through it. That's the only way through, literally. You know, and so my advice is a temp it's, everything is temporary everything is temporary. That is my life motto. And so it is important to understand that even though you're feeling a temporary discomfort, 
our minds don't understand that, uh, you know, the temporariness of it. So it has, it conjures up this fear of, well, if I sit in this, this discomfort, what if this means that it will last forever? I'm scared this will last forever. Understand that nothing lasts forever. Look outside your window right now. Are there, there's no, there's no uh, leaves really on the trees these days because it's the winter time right? Nothing lasts forever, but that's okay because there's beauty in seasons and there's beauty in the push and pull, ebb and flow, yin and yang. And we are here to not be swept away by the yin or the yang. We're here to integrate both sides and to be the observer and and recognize, you know, when you want to overly participate in, you know, this uh, emotional life experience, or if you want to take a step back and say, I'm going to allow my emotions to feel what they need to feel so it can be released, you know? Um, so, and also my next thing I would say is this, when you think of letting go, right? And in, in, in a deeper sense, you want to think about attachment. Okay. So here we go. We're going to get even deeper with this one. Um, where, and, and this is just a question to ask yourself, guys, I believe self-inquiry is the one thing that helps us get to know ourselves and freeze ourselves. So I'm always going to always, always suggest self-inquiry. Um, because when you do self-inquiry and really ask yourself questions, your higher self and other aspects of yourself that are not just bound to the human experience can answer, right? So anyway, um, you want to ask yourself, where, what did I, okay, let's talk about letting go of a person, okay? So let, 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 let's, let, let's use a person, okay? Um, you want to ask yourself, what did I get out of this connection with this person on an emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, all levels, right? You want to, you want to talk, you want to first think about the good. What did you receive good within them? You know, what, 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 what did you receive good about it? You know, what'd you value about it? And then you want to ask, um, you know, uh, or, or it could be like a situation, like you had to move or something, like you had to let go of so much physical shit, you know, you had to move, you had to move on from so much, you had to move, move, move. And, you know, and that's, that's, that can be triggering within itself, having to move, move, you know, having to move places and shit. Anyway, um, getting off track here. Sorry guys. <laughs> um, so you want to, you want to ask yourself, after you focus on the good part of the aspect, like whether it's the good of a person you're letting go of, then you want to go to the other side of it and say, where do I still have any kind of attachments? Whether it is maybe you are getting a sense of feeling like um, love, like, like you finally feel love for the first time in a connection, or maybe you feel a sense of um, friendship, happiness, whatever you're getting out of it, right? And then you want to say, what inside of me still feels like um, I'm attached to this person, place, or thing. So you want to start there. And then we're going to get to the next part. And so the next thing I would say is I don't need it. I'm going to pause right here. Whatever it is about the person or thing you are still seeking, it is already within you. So if you're seeking validation and then you find yourself getting frustrated when it doesn't happen, that's when you say, you know what? I don't even need it. Just feel into those words and watch how you calm down for one for a second because your brain is going to eventually decrease the importance of the person, place, or event that you're having a hard time letting go of because you keep repeatedly saying, I don't need it. I don't need it. 
sends signals to our ego that says we don't have to hurt ourselves or get overly emotional based on anyone's actions anymore or what they do or say or don't say or how much they are there for me or there for us or they're not there for us you realize you hop off that 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 wheel it's like it's like it's like a wagon wheel that just keeps going in circles until the moment you get off the wheel and you observe and you say I don't need it. Understanding that everything completes a cycle. Nothing, and I mean nothing, lasts forever. Everything is temporary. We have to learn that eventually, just like flowers, flowers eventually die off and go back to the root. It doesn't mean anything bad doesn't mean anything bad has happened. It just means it's completed its chapter for that duration of time. Doesn't mean that the flower's a piece of shit because it had to let go of its petals. Doesn't mean you're a piece of shit because, you know, you, you had to return back to your roots. You see where I'm getting at. You guys know I love talking in metaphors. Um, which means, so, so to break it down even more, is that we have to learn that eventually, just like flowers, flowers eventually die off and go back to the root. And as humans, we must learn to sit, like I said, in temporary discomfort. Also mentioning, um, you know, I just want to mention this, everything, and, and this could be an affirmation, you know, um, it just popped up in my head. So this is literally from my spirit guide, Zalo. Okay, hey, Z, Zalo, I haven't seen him in a while. Not that I haven't seen him in a while, but like, um, it's been my other guides, you know, help me out. You know, Zalo has been my spirit guide. Zalo, when I first started this podcast, y'all, he was really um, helping me with so much. And I guess now that's like been years in the making, he's pretty much taken a back seat to where my other guides are now taking a front seat. But he's chiming in. So let's get an affirmation from my spirit guide, Zalo, which is everything that I miss about a person or situation, I already have within me. And everything that I miss about a person or situation, I will create something even more better and magical for myself or find a person or situation which aligns more with where I am in the here and now and just and not just my past. And that's what popped up just in my head just now. So maybe, um, you know, obviously I don't have all the answers about letting go, but I feel like at least the number one thing is, is, um, it is very normal, like I said, when it comes to um, letting go of people to still have random thoughts or emotions. Because like I was saying, it doesn't mean that you're taking steps back. I think oftentimes it's the self-judgment of judging yourself for having a thought or emotion about that person who did you wrong or the per- person you let go of. I think you judge yourself like, what's wrong with me? I'm taking steps back in my life. Why would I be thinking about them? You know, And that's normal human nature. It is. But it but but here's the thing. It's the self-judgment that adds on to the pain. You're judging yourself for having a human normal experience. And who are you to be that mean to yourself, you know? Um if anything during this time of letting go, you need the most kindness, the most gentleness, the most grace, the most, you know, having taking time inner inner, you know, having more time for yourself. You don't need all this extra judgment just for having a random thought or emotion. And guys, just because you have a random intrusive thought or emotion about someone or something you let go of, like I said, it has no reflection over your growth as a soul. And it doesn't mean that you're taking steps backwards. This is more about acceptance, okay? This is about self-acceptance and accepting the moment in the here and now and not 
and 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 you know a better one of the best ways to counteract um to counteract this is really self-forgiveness you know i forgive myself but i also understand you know it's sometimes with letting go we come to a better understandings of who we are and what and, and what we want and what we don't want and it takes letting go to really get the good 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 stuff in life you know it's always when you like really fully let go i always tell people this in all my readings that because it's the major advice from all spirit and guys i'll say it again like it, it always pops up which is until we fully let go of something or someone that really has been bothering us or hurting us or something we've been knowing how to let go of, there is so much more blessings on the other side of it that, you know, so it takes letting go of something that's been weighing you down for you to finally see the blessings that you always knew you deserved. And yeah, I just wanted to just share that. So although I don't really have the complete answers like for everything, but I will say at least the first step in the direction of letting go is just allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel moment to moment without judgment and most importantly um we want to like i said reiterating what i said in bullet i'm like reiterating what i said we're going to use little bullet points number one you know accept what you feel number two uh by accepting how you feel you're able to work through it which means over time it takes guys it takes a lot it just takes time and patience as well it's having patience with your own self and remember you're you're in the midst of recreating a whole existence without that person or thing or situation anymore it's going to take time to integrate and regenerate a whole new reality so i want you to think about in that in that in that perspective um, just so you're not overly hard on yourself or think that you're taking steps back in life absolutely not I applaud any freaking person in this freaking life who lets go of something or someone that was really hard to do. Because as humans, we always fear that we're never gonna feel the same again or get the same positive things we used to in the past. But remember, we can't live in the past. We gotta let it go. And you gotta remember that you are in the midst of creating something even better than what you're letting go of. And that's what this is all about. That's what the whole entirety of life is about is life is just constantly letting go. And by constantly letting go, we are rebuilding and 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 creating so much more, more than even more than what we think we wanted, you know? And so um, I applaud anyone who has the balls and courage to let go because goddamn, it is it, it can be difficult, you know, and I and I I I understand, you know. Um, so and also you want to think about attachments as well. You want to think about do you have any kind of attachments to, you know, sometimes with um certain connections or people, it's not so much about like it could be what you're on an emotional and mental level that you're receiving. And spirits like as a reminder, remind yourself that everything that you're seeking within these connections you already have within everything that you fear to let go of you already have within once again the same common denominator is you it's within you and um what you and and, and it's just reminding yourself of that that you already possessed everything that you got out of that situation or connection you've already had anyway that other person or situation was just mirroring back what was already internal all the good times good memories and stuff was already uh you know it's it's two people two things co-creating you know coming together having a good time and seeing what happens and you know it's like going back to the flower symbolism you're going to be angry at a flower for doing what's natural and best for itself which is it bloomed and now it's like okay i did what i did and um yeah you can't you know flower don't get mad at itself for being what it is you know um and so yeah just to let go completely it just means that you have to also remember that 
I think sometimes we get so sucked into, if our, if you let go and your present moment is still kind of shaky or not the greatest, it's understandable to go back into the past because it's like, damn, I just let all these things go and my present still sucks. I thought by letting this go, I would have a way better moment right now. Y'all ever experienced that? Give me an amen. Have y'all experienced that? Because that is a big, big reason why another reason why emotions and thoughts resurge with um, letting go. Because if your present moment kind of sucks, it kind of makes you like have random thoughts sometimes about the past and like, damn, what, what did I do the right thing letting go? Absolutely. And your the beautiful thing is you have to really put it in your mind and affirm it for yourself that what you what you gain by whatever you're, you gain so much more by letting go and even if the present is not nowhere near what you thought it would be by letting go that's okay because remember what i said before you're in the process of rebuilding it takes time and you don't want to give up too early because you might miss out you know it's always that thing you, know, you ever heard of that what was that quote there's a quote out there right that says right when you're like literally about to say fuck this shit and give up is when everything falls into place so guys if any of you is like damn my present always sucks ass and shit ain't working out everything just going to shit hey before you give up, understand that the fact that you feel these feelings could mean you're about to be in a breakthrough. So you got to keep the faith. You got to keep your faith and love alive in your heart. Okay. No matter what, um, letting go is really small little moments. Okay. It's not you, you, we, we do the big thing. We like, you know, it, it's hard. First, you got to rip the bandaid off and do the big thing of letting go. But the rest of your life is going to be to, to deal with the everyday reality of letting go of people and things and, and, and situations, um, even letting go of old perspectives too. Shit, let letting go of living beliefs. That's what I've been doing this year. Um, so it is. Um, you know, shit. I lost my train of thought. Damn it, come back, guys. My thought done took a. <laughs> you know what I always say. My thought done took a fucking detour. It detoured. It lapped me. It just. It it, it vanished. It'll, it'll come back. <laughs> And that's what, oh, never mind, got it. It just came to me. Letting go's moment is a moment by moment thing. It is while you rip the initial band-aid off by doing the hardest, you know, like really like letting everything go, but the rest of life is small little moment to moment things. And that's what I was saying by you being in the present, being in the here and now, and being able to um find something randomly positive about your present moment, even if it looks like shit, there's always one small thing you can at least have some kind of faith in and you just have to let go and forgive yourself simultaneously and uh and letting go just it you know what it feels like to me because I can just I'm just gonna go off what, what how I do it um for me I and and everyone's different but you can do like a ceremony you know some people do rituals where it's like you burn like you can um i don't know i like burn down the world but i think like burn shit down you know like an arsonist or anything god damn i do not recommend arson or anything at all disclaimer i do not but what i mean is like uh you can write it's what i i do it all the time like i will write something on a piece of paper 
and then I'll take a lighter and I do it in my sink or I'll do it on a bonfire. So if you have a bonfire, even better, but you can literally do it in your sink. You know what I mean? Just take a little notebook piece of paper, write something that's, you know, that's really still hurting you and set fire, get a little lighter, do it over your sink so then you can wash it right, you know, right, right when it's over so it doesn't burn your house down or whatever. And you burn it. And so there's something, there's very something symbolic. If you, if someone, whoever's listening around, if you're more of like a physical based person, I would really recommend this by physically seeing something disappear into ash into thin air. That might also um, help radiate uh, more of that letting go energy that maybe seeing it tangibly or physically can actually uh, really impact you for the better. And um, I mean, it can really, having you physically see it can actually really help release. Um, or I mean, there's so many other, I mean, you, you guys can do rituals or, but you guys know I love to start with what's most important, which is our own minds, hearts, and souls, because not all the rituals in the world can get away with what, you know, your mindset and, and emotions are still, you know what I mean, in, 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 in an in a influx state. It doesn't matter what rituals you do. You're not going to see good results. You know what I mean? So you got to be of sound mind, heart, and spirit and disciplined enough to see it through. Um, okay. I really uh, spent a long time with this one, but no, I really, I really feel your spirit. And I love you, girl. I really appreciate you. Um, calling in and like sharing something so vulnerable, you know, and I really, I just respect vulnerability so much. I really do. Um, it's just, I say that cause it's hard for me to be fucking vulnerable. So that's why I respect when anyone's able to be vulnerable because I'm even, I'm learning myself. That's my goal this year. It's like, be more vulnerable and, you know, like just letting things go and just really from, you know, coming from a detachment, everything has its seasons and it's okay. Really it is. I think sometimes when we let go, it just feels like we failed or something went wrong in life. If anything, it's actually something positive. It means that your soul has outgrown something. You have evolved enough to leave it behind because we, are, we get more bound to this world the more that we get so attached to what our ego thinks it needs. Oh, I need this. I need to have this. I need to be seen. I need, right? So just really taking inventory about, take inventory about your needs and, um, finding love and something positive about your everyday moment in the process. Um, okay, really. Uh, thank you so much for calling in, girl. Really appreciate you. Oh, and one last thing. I know I literally just said that I was, I was um, just finishing up that topic, but I don't know. This, this, this topic is always near and dear to my heart. I know I spoke about this a few times on my podcast, letting go. It's been a major life theme. I mean, life purpose for me uh, in a general sense. So I don't know. I feel very passionate about the subject. So maybe that's why I spent so much time talking about it. But I just wanted to just share um, one last piece of advice, which is, you know, um, I think with letting go, I believe letting go is a moment by moment decision that we have to daily tell ourselves that we are not tell ourselves we're letting go. But it's like, you know, um, I think it's really a daily choice to remember that whatever you chose to let go of the present moment and what's and what's to come is going to be a lot more, you know, you're, you're, you're choosing yourself, your peace and the hope for something better. And let that be the catalyst that carries you like the wind. Let that be the wind that carries you into, um, a new beautiful future for yourself. And just like, like I was saying before with all seasons that change, right? Or do we really get mad? I mean, of course, some of us get mad when it gets winter time, obviously it's cold, but it's like, we accept it though. 
We may complain during the process. Oh, it's cold, but we know eventually it's going to end. We know eventually it'll be spring, right? It's going to it's going to get warmer. People start to feel better and when it gets warmer, right? And but then we all know spring will be over and then it'll be blazing 100 degrees summer then people will complain again that it's too damn hot, right? We do the same cycle all the time. But we get through it, right? If we can get through the seasons, we can get through the seasons of our own life, you know? And the number one thing that I believe that's going to help letting go and just in a general sense, letting go. And I I think what makes it a little bit easier is really being able to tell yourself that, you know, um, you know, even though everything in life is temporary, everything is temporary, but love, we do take love with us. Our souls, even as it journeys throughout eons and eons of lifetimes and through through different galaxies and uh, different realities and all these reincarnations, we always take the love with us from each lifetime. We take the love with us from all experiences, all people, all things. Um, And so I think that another way to make letting go a little bit tiny easier is maybe try to find something positive that you got out of it. I know I might've mentioned that earlier, but I'm reiterating it because I think that's what helped me on a very personal level. It's like, I, cause the same thing happens to me. I'm like, damn, why am I still thinking about this fucking person? You know, like get it out of my head. But I have to think about the good instead of, you know, and think about the good that I got, you know, the good that it really, it's the love. If you think about the positive that you got out of a connection, it's really the love energy. It really is. Um, but anyway, um, most importantly, going back to uh, finding, you know, you know, being grateful and having that gratitude for the connection, whatever. Another thing is going back to uh, to uh, acceptance. If I think as a collective, if we are able to accept that change is inevitable, I know you guys have seen so many quotes that the only constant in life is change. Have you, I know y'all have heard of that, right? We've been seeing that phrase being recycled throughout time and it's true, right? But it's so true that we just forget about it somehow, right? Even our cells right now, even as I speak, are moving, regenerating, dying off, skin cells. You know, our skin cells are, you know, they, they change, they die off and they regrow. And, you know, our, you know, they say our taste buds, they change every seven years. We, be, you know, every seven years, it's like we were a new fucking person, basically. So it's important to realize, right? The common denominator here is change. And going back to what I was saying, if we as a collective consciousness, as a human species, were able to remind ourselves that um, everything will eventually change. All things eventually, you know, I mean, not to get like cold with it, but all things do pass, you know, eventually, eventually. And, um, but I believe that Um, I think it goes with that quote. I think there's a quote out there. What is it? I think it says, the only suffering is resistance to change. I think there's a quote or something like that. And that I firmly believe in, seriously. Um, Because if we already accept that change is inevitable, but who the hell's thinking about change when you're in the midst of having fun and and, your life's going good and you're not even thinking about letting go. So of course, when we're in the moment, we're never thinking about, oh, this shit's gonna end soon. You know what I mean? No one thinks like that. So I want to share this with you. If we accept that everything will eventually change, we keep that in our subconscious, right? But like I said, we not consciously in the moment hanging out with someone and thinking, oh God, I'm going to lose them eventually. You know what I mean? You don't want to live your life like that, my God. You know, if anything, this is here to teach you that because all things change, really enjoy it that much more in the present moment. 
enjoy that person's laughter, their company, their everything. Enjoy your own self and whatever you got going on in the here and now and in this present moment. So if because everything, everything eventually changes or modifies or whatever over time, that means you have to show up even more present in your everyday life and your everyday interactions. And to really uh, be more present in, in everything, because then when something does end, you're able, it's still going to fucking hurt because I've had, you know, I'm, I'm, I consider myself a, um, you know, I like, I, I consider myself pretty present. I mean, I can be kind of spaced out, you know what I mean? Kind of, but I, I consider myself pretty kind of present in my certain uh, relationships. And however, I also, um, you know, when it does go die off or whatever changes happen or whatever. I still feel the sting of pain like anyone else does. Obviously, I still get emotional, get like weird about it, start thinking about it. So that's why it's like I really wanted to answer this question because we all been there. We all let go of someone and we all still have these random thoughts and feelings. It's very normal. But what helps me on a very personal level get through it is that I remind myself of, you know, at one point in time, you know, me and this person or me in this situation, we're in a really good, great place, having it up, laughing, enjoying ourselves. And, you know, life took that person in a different direction or took me in a different direction. Or even if I'm unhappy with certain areas of my life and it took me a different direction, whatever I had to let go of, whatever the case may be, I try to find what good outweighed the bad so that when I am moving for, moving on with my life, I'm not focused on all that I lost. I'm focused on all that I gained. That's how I live. And I just want to share that with you all. That's on my, that's what I personally, how I personally see it. So yeah. Okay. Now, now I'm officially done with that subject. Okay. Let's see if we can get another, uh, get another voicemail in, but if not, I will, uh, no, I think I have, I think I have time for one more. And then, um, the good thing about me doing more voicemail episodes, I'm able to get a lot more episodes out quickly because it's just going to be me focused on you guys. So keep calling in. All right, and get to one, the last one for this episode. Here we go. All right, here we go. Playing the next voicemail. Hi, V. My name is Sarah. Um, I've been listening to your podcast for a while now. Um, I love it. I'm so grateful that I stumbled upon you um, a couple of years ago during COVID and everything. And you've really been a bright light in my world when I'm needing to like zen out and listen to something. Um, I had a couple things I want to talk to you about and I was wondering if you could maybe enlighten or give um, your thoughts about it. Um, with, uh, when you, I don't know if you've ever heard the term, I'm sure you have, um, with having like a, a random thought that'll pop in your head that's like completely, almost like an intrusive thought, honestly. Have you ever thought of it being like a parallel universe or like a window into like a parallel reality of like your own life and another reality? Because that thought came to me and I just was wondering like if you like resonated with that. Um, and then I was also wondering if you uh, could talk more about the Akashic Records more. Um, I know that you've talked about in the past, um, but like if you could go into that again because I just think that's really cool. And then one more thing, um, talking about like family ties and the generations back of trauma and different things and how it comes up with illnesses in the body and different ailments that people may have now, mental health, physical health, how that affects them 
based off of generations of trauma and how you feel about that and how people can handle, you know, themselves and to heal those underlying issues that may actually be generations back old. Anyways, I really appreciate you. If you could just give any insight on any of that, I really appreciate it. And yeah, can't wait to hear what you have to say. All right, bye. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah, for calling in. And I'm so glad that you found my podcast during COVID time. And I'm really happy that I can bring some zen to your life in any kind of way. Um, okay, I may, I'm may i going to tackle a few of the things you mentioned. Okay, the first thing you mentioned, I believe you mentioned something about an intrusive thought and if intrusive thoughts are random like thoughts that come out of thin air like that can it be from um a parallel universe or like a window to another reality of your own life um you know what as soon as you were saying that my first gut feeling seriously was yes now here i'm gonna break it down i feel and just my opinion but i feel that it's 50 percent we can be receiving actual downloads, messages, or thoughts from any version of ourselves, whether the parallel self or future self or past self. Because remember, uh, time, you know, outside of this realm, it don't exist. So there is a lot of information that could be passed, you know, through just our, uh, our consciousness, our higher consciousness, if you will. So what I think intrusive thoughts are like, and this not to be like complete intrusive. When we think of intrusive thoughts, it has a negative connotation with it. We naturally think, oh God, I have intrusive thought. It's something usually people usually go with the negative side, like intrusive thoughts, it's negative, right? But I get what you're saying. You're just saying like a random ass thought that randomly out of thin air. Um, I feel as though 50% of intrusive thoughts can come from our own psychological shit from this current lifetime, from our own you know, so our own traumas, our own stuff, our own, like just stuff from this own, from our own current lifetime. So I do believe 50% can come from our everyday reality right here and right now through this current lifetime. But then I believe 50, the other 50% of random intrusive thoughts do come from, like you were saying, little glimpses or windows from our own self speaking to us. I, uh, I do firmly believe that. So 50% fucked up shit from this. <laughs> doesn't have to be fucked up shit. I'm talking about if it's a negative intrusive thought. Like that's like most people think intrusive thoughts are negative. That's why I said it like that. So if you have a fucked up kind of thought, usually it comes from this current lifetime or any psychological traumas or anything or any underlying issues you may have in this current lifetime. But I also believe the other 50%. So Sarah, I do believe you're onto something. Seriously. Um uh, that was really, that was a really cool, uh, perspective you had because, um, I do kind of feel that way. Actually, there's been moments where I was joking, actually now thinking about it, I was joking the other day with somebody, it was like last week, I think. And I was saying like, woo, looks like my parallel self gave me a signal not to do this. Cause it must've went horribly wrong in that other reality. I swear I was just fucking saying that the other day. And so I do believe we can get random thoughts or feelings from like, Especially, let's say you're about to make a decision, right? Okay, so I'm going to do like a, a parallel reality. Um, I'm going to give you guys an example. I know I talk about parallel realities um, here and there on this uh, podcast. If you guys want me to talk about it more, uh, by all means, ask me, you know, let me know because... Um, I do a lot of work like when I'm when I'm uh, like I don't meditate often but when I do I'm able to really see a lot of crazy shit so if you guys especially when it comes to parallel realities and different realities and future realities as well but um 
going back with the parallel realities, um, I'm going to give you guys a prime example. Let's say in this, in the here and now, right here, you're about to make a decision. Or let's say you've been feeling indecisive. You know, God, you know, hey, for us women, you know, we be indecisive. <laughs> so let's say we're indecisive about something. Or you're like, maybe it's an important decision. Whatever the case may be. You're, you're, you've been sitting on it. You haven't made a decision yet. You've been going back and forth for quite some time. And then all of a sudden you just get this sudden burst of like, you know what? Oh, hell no. I'm not going, I'm not making that. I'm not going in that direction. I'll go in this direction. So basically what I'm saying is this, if you're conflicted with making decision for quite some time, I mean, a lot of time has went by, you procrastinated, you, you know, um, were indecisive, let's say time has passed, but then all of a sudden out of thin air, you get that aha moment of like, I now know what I really want to do. And if it comes all of a sudden, you know what could have happened? That time that you were stalling, procrastinating, um, being indecisive, all that time that has passed, one of your other parallel versions of yourself already made a decision and went with it, which means the time that elapsed could actually, and then you randomly get this sudden burst of energy of you all of a sudden out of thin air, know completely what you want. It could be that your your parallel self already played out what would have happened with the other uh, decision. And it could be a signal from that parallel or future self um, letting you know which way this worked or didn't work. So I do believe we can get little signals. And guys, you can even um, set the intention um, even this is for, uh, even making decisions in a general sense. If any one of you guys are going to make a decision, you can even say like, Hey, as I make a decision, I call upon my parallel self or future selves and, you know, help me make the best course decision from where I'm at, at this point in time in space time in this current reality as V as well, I say as V as me, but you say your name, you know, and help me make the best decision. I mean, or, you know, technically, I mean, who knows you better than you, right? <laughs> so you literally can actually come in contact. And if you um, really want to know what's going on in parallel realities, um, you could also set the intention before sleep and say that, you know, because dreams, you know, I y'all know how I feel. I feel like this life is a dream. I feel like everything's a dream. I think life is a dream. And then we wake up and we're back to who we really are, you know? Um, anyway, so, but I, I still say uh, the dream state can really be glimpses of so many uh, from our parallel selves, future realities, past lives, um, and also our psychological stuff in this lifetime. You know, dreams are a combo of everything technically, but um, you can be very intentional. Nothing, and I mean, nothing is impossible in this lifetime. Absolutely not. Nothing is impossible. So um, if, you know, as I always say, our realities are created by what we think. So if we think that there ain't no fucking way we can do that, well, have fun living a boring, non-magical life because your whole reality is going to, if you believe that like ain't no way we can visit parallel realities or talk, and, and it's okay because not everyone signed up to have that belief system. And that's another thing, guys, that even if for all the spiritual people out here listen to my podcast, don't even trip, you know, about people not understanding you or understanding your spirituality or whatever, because not every soul has signed up for exactly what you signed up for or with all the stuff that you're into, you know, and that's okay. Um, it is what it is, you know, <laughs> um, nothing more, nothing less. It's just, we're all here to, uh, coexist and love each other despite our differences. You know, the commonality between all souls is love and unity and connectedness. 
Wow, don't know where this is coming from. Um, this had nothing to do with the question. My bad, Sarah. Um, <laughs> you know, I start channeling and just go on a tangent. Y'all know me. Um, okay, and then Sarah, you also brought up the Akashic Records, I believe. Okay, so with the Akashic Records, shit, I'm not gonna have enough time to go over this. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking of, I might bring someone on for this. Um, yeah, I, I, I obviously I'm familiar with the Akashic Records. Obviously, you know, we all can get in there and do what we, you know, all that, all that good stuff. But there is someone I have in mind that can probably, that actually does Akashic Records readings. I could probably ask her. I'll have to think about it. I'll have to, um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's not so much, I, I don't know. I just feel like, um, I'd rather have someone who's like a lot more detailed with it. I'm so, guys, I'm so bigger picture. You guys know how I am. Like, I think so big, like way, way bigger picture. Like I like to talk about like, the universal one field, the universal field, the conscious, the the uh, the oneness field, the quantum field, whatever you want to call it, and technically where all information comes from. The Kashuk records can be seen as like like a stored library where all of our you know interactions from our our past lives, future lives, thoughts, emotions, everything, every single thing written, everything historical, everything personal, every single thought, everything stored there, and it's protected by different um, beings. But that's just a general overview. But I know. Um, people who are way more detailed. I think I would rather have someone explain way more detailed. Okay. Um, and then I believe lastly, I think you asked about, um, generations and like, um, like kind of inheriting generational trauma. I believe you, I think that was the last thing you mentioned. Sorry, girl, if I, if I got all this, uh, discombobulated, <laughs> but I think you mentioned something about, um, the generations of trauma and how it comes up as illnesses in the body, I believe. And um, whether it's mental health or physical health based off generational trauma and how do people, how can they work through that? Um, my biggest thing is when it comes to generational trauma, um, you want to start with, okay, obviously let's start with the subconscious mind. Um, as you guys know, the subconscious, right? It stores everything. It stores those past lives. It stores uh um, you know, energy that was, you know, energy dreams, uh, the, every, everything that all of our ancestors went through, our DNA carries some of it, what they've been through. So, um, my best advice would maybe start with the subconscious. Um, technically everything is in there and I don't just mean just generational trauma. I mean, everything you want to fix in life is in the sub, is in the subconscious. So my best advice is, um, subconscious healing, subconscious work, uh, meaning, of course, I, I can only give the advice that I know. What works for me, and I know I did it, I, I told you guys about it a year ago, which is Theta Waves. Um, when I listen to Theta Waves, I access my subconscious, and I'm able to um, release certain general, whether whether it's uh, generational trauma or just my own fucking trauma that I brought on myself, whatever the case may be, I go into the subconscious, and that's how I really get to the root of it. So for example, Sarah, maybe you can go in like, I'm not saying you have to listen to Theta Waves to get to the subconscious, but whatever, hip, hypnotize yourself whatever you whatever it takes to get to the subconscious mind and what you want to do is um kind of put an affirmation in there kind of want to throw in different words such as like any um trauma that is not from me or related to my family whether i know or don't know you know you want to just release it or say affirmations dealing with like releasing energies that's not your own because we are a lot of us are carrying a lot of the burdens and like you know and you're right certain things can manifest as physical and mental ailments and it gets passed down 
over and over and over. You're absolutely right. So my first, my best advice is to start subconscious, but then you want to also, um, so yeah, you want to remove all energy out of your entire energy field that is not your own, most importantly, including generational trauma. And you want to, we have what's called ancestral guides. Okay. So I talk about this a lot in my, um, uh, in my readings or my classes. So we have what's called, um, we have spirit guides. We have uh, ancestral guides. We have angel guides. You know, we have so many guides. So my also advice would to be set an intention to connect to what's called your ancestral guides or all those who came before you. And you can even by setting the intention to connect with one of them or just set the intention to help, help them with your healing and healing the DNA lineage. Um, and you can even set the intention like that. Um, and you can also, uh, even send healing energy to all of your uh your generation starting from your mother your father your grandparents you want to start with the people you know even the people in in your family that have done you so freaking wrong in the in your current lifetime right i would even advise working on forgiving them and i know forgiveness i know it's like oh but they fucked me over they were so rude and i get it it's hard i'm not saying like oh just blindly forgive you know but i just mean like come to people there has to be some kind of peace within your heart, within your own immediate family, from your siblings to grandparents to your mom and dad. You don't have to talk to talk to anyone to have a sense of peace. You know, you know what I mean? You don't just because I say forgiveness, you gotta fucking talk to them or anything. I what I mean is that all I want to use forgiveness is just about finding whatever inner peace means for you in these connections. Is holding grudges, being resentful, holding on to anger. How has that helped us? How has that helped any human? You know, our anger is valid and technically anger does help us because sometimes anger can show us in our body where what we're still holding on to or where we feel we have co overly compromised ourselves, you know, or overly, you know what I mean? So sometimes I, I, I do believe there's a righteous anger sometimes. I mean, I, I mean, only because I could be a fiery bitch sometimes. So I, I can understand the anger stuff, you know, I do. Um, anyway, I'm getting off track. Um, but yeah. I would definitely start with like thinking about healing within this current lifetime. And then I would take it a step further that if you're in a, like, like, for example, if you're meditating or something, um, send healing energy to all generations before you and say, you can even say something like, um, like ask your ancestors to, you know, uh, like say, send them white light and healing energy and, and and send them healing for all the pain that they've had to go through that they that they were still holding on to when they passed because what gets I I believe the one of the things why it gets passed down is that when when our ancestors have passed they were holding on to that pain because you know a lot of our ancestors were really done wrong whether it's from society doing them wrong like just regular it's just a lot of it was just it was it was, it was it, you know it was a lot of pain and so you also because they held on to that pain literally up to the moment of their death it can get you know um within the uh the family you know what i mean it keeps passing down so you even want to send them healing and release and, and also in a meditative like state it's like what you're what you're doing in this meditation you're basically tra time traveling basically back into the past and just giving them healing and loving energy and speaking life into them, speaking love into them, loving them through their pain while, you know what I mean? And so you want to kind of like time travel with a meditation, at least in your, in your mind, at least, and send them all the love and healing. And what you're doing is it radiates eventually and it trickles back towards this current life. Now, I'm not 
a huge like like honestly that's my best advice because i'm not too proficient or specialized in ancestral generational stuff so i'm not maybe the best person to go to but this is what i what i know just offhand and what i've done for my own self and what's worked for me but um hey anyone who specializes in this let me know if you want to be on this podcast i would more than happy to uh you know, but the more the merrier, the more information we can help heal this world. Fuck it. Email me. I would love it. Um, just wanted to share that. Um, all right. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, guys, this was such so much fun for me. Um, and I look forward to hanging out with y'all again and just happy mother effing new year once again. And let's, uh, start this year with, um, being in the moment and letting go of what we can't control. And uh, by realizing that, you know, let's free ourselves from the idea that we need to control everything just to have a happy life, you know? There's moments where we need control, but I feel like uh, control, can we, we overuse it for unnecessary things, which can cause more suffering in ourselves and our relationship. So, you know, anyway, hope you all have a beautiful, uh, beautiful rest of your day. And until the next episode, peace.